So today's episode is going to be tackling some pretty real issues. We're going to be taking a deep dive on living with anxiety as a high achiever and some of the strategies that you might be able to use that might help you manage it on a day-to-day basis. I'll also be talking from experience as I outline the anxiety breakdown that caused me to completely upend my life and change things for the better. Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. This is the no bullshit, ambitious girl's guide to life. Real stories, real successes, and also real failure. My name is Jordan, and on this podcast, I share the real and raw truths as I journey to success and document every single step of the way. Career, mindset, self-development, business, marketing, health, money, confidence, you name it, we are going to share it. Together, we are going from mess to success. Enjoy. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. I hope you're all having the most fabulous week ever. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Mess to Success pod. Before we launch into the episode today, I thought we'd have like a general chit chat and catch up. I did one of these in my last episode and it really made me realize how much I miss doing like a little chit chat at the start of the episode. Um, If you have any feedback around that, please feel free to come and stop by uh, the Instagram at Jordan K creative or at mess to success podcast and let me know what you guys like because I think having a nice little chit chat at the start of the podcast is a nice way to ease us into the topic especially when the topic is a little bit more serious like today's topic but anyway I've had a pretty wonderful week I got to spend time with my beautiful family yesterday and guys oh my gosh it's so cute so it's my dad's birthday on Monday and so I gave him his present on the weekend and I actually got him a tripod because um, my parents have a farm and my dad like when he has time like he really loves watching farming youtubers and I just think it's so beautiful um and he likes to kind of make his own videos like nothing crazy and it's like mainly just for himself just for enjoyment um but he can't like make his videos properly because he has to lean his phone up against something so I got him like a tripod that he can use to make his videos and I just think it's like the most wholesome thing ever and yeah um he purely makes these videos for his own enjoyment but I just think it's so beautiful so yeah I'm really excited to see what kind of um little farming vlogs my dad comes up with I think it's amazing Um, And yeah, I've just had a really, really wonderful week. I've had some cool stuff happening at work. What else has been going on? I don't know. I've just been feeling really connected with my um, practice at the moment. Like I'm feeling really, really aligned. I'm feeling like I'm really taking care of myself. I'm I'm doing a lot of things um, to take my life in the direction that I want to take it in. And I'm, I'm really, really excited about that. And something I wanted to share with you guys, and if you listened to last week, you would already have heard this, but I'm going to share it again. Basically, um, while I've been producing this podcast, I have been working behind the scenes um, on my own business or something I can do around this podcast or around um, this style of content, because I'm seriously just so passionate about helping to empower women, giving women advice, helping women set goals smash their goals find their purpose or just anything like that like it just genuinely lights me up so much and any single time that someone messages me and tells me that this podcast helps them in any way or help them stand up for themselves or help them ask for a promotion or help them shift their mindset it just fills my heart up with so much joy and gratitude and I'm so grateful for you and I wanted to create something that could kind of take that a step further so 
I've actually been researching so much and learning so much behind the scenes. I'm actually doing my life coaching certification. So I'm actually doing a few certifications. I'm doing my life coaching certification. I'm doing my purpose coaching certification and success and growth mindset certification. So um, in a couple of weeks, once I've gotten through my certifications, I'm going to be a fully certified coach and I'm so, so excited. I really wanted to get a certification because you know, I, I love learning. I'm like, I'm such a learner. I just wanted to kind of expand on my knowledge and make sure that when I'm talking about these topics and when I'm giving advice on these topics that I know what I'm talking about and you know that it's coming from a reputable source and that I've got that credibility because I've got those qualifications. So that's really exciting. And I will be launching my very own eight week immersive live online course. It will be called the Mess to Success series and is going to take you on the journey of transformation from living your life as a mess to guaranteeing your success. So I'll be sharing the exact formula that completely transforms my transform my life. I used to feel so lost, so confused, so demotivated, and I just had no idea how I wanted my life to be. And if you feel like this and you want to get your mojo back or transform into the person you've always wanted to be, then please join the waitlist for my course. It will be linked below in the show notes and there will be limited spaces once the course is released. So if you are interested, make sure you join the waitlist. The course isn't coming out for a while, but as there is going to be limited spaces and as I'm still kind of building things on the back end, I did want to release the waitlist so you guys could get on there if you're interested. Okay, so I guess we will get into the content of this podcast. I'm a little bit nervous, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like my chit chat has been a little bit of procrastination before I, I launch into the topic of this podcast, but you know, I'm ready. I feel really ready to share this. And um, just a quick disclaimer this episode will talk about various mental health issues, including anxiety and disordered eating. And if those issues are upsetting for you, then it might be best to skip this episode. And I will definitely see you in another one. Um, and I would also like to add that I'm not a mental health professional, these are just my experiences. So I hope they're able to help in any way. So I've been wanting to create an episode talking all about anxiety since the start of this podcast, and I always knew I would address it at some stage and share my story. Funnily enough, I actually recorded an episode all about anxiety and my story back when I first started podcasting, like in March. However, as I was editing the podcast, I literally got anxiety about what people would think and that I was being too vulnerable and sharing too much. So in a split impulse moment I deleted the whole audio clip before I even realized the mouse had moved (laughs) safe to say I was not ready to talk about this back then or release this out into the public Um, but I definitely feel so much more ready now I feel like I've just come such a long way so I am a huge advocate for mental health issues and I and I want that to be known throughout this podcast so I figured that it was time for me to toughen up and tell my story because it might be able to help someone else who's going through something similar so I've always been one of those high achieving kids, you know, the teacher's pet, the one who's sticking her hand up and reminding the teacher about the homework, the one who had like a smug little look on my face when I got my good grades. I was in the drama club, dance company, student council, and anything else I could get involved in. I was just so annoying. Um, And I was always referred to as confident and outgoing and extroverted from everyone around me and my teachers because of my interests in all of these areas and my need to be seen. 
The thing is that although on the outside it looked like I was a high achiever and that everything was going great and being smart came naturally to me, my inward world was actually quite the opposite. If I had an exam at school, I would literally feel sick to my stomach the night before. I wouldn't be able to sleep and I would hardly be able to get breakfast down in the morning of. When I was 17 and going for my license, I could hardly get into the driver's seat without wanting to hyperventilate. I remember my mum making me book driving lessons and the feeling and feeling physically sick the entire day knowing I had to go on a driving lesson that night. And the day of my first driving test, I was an absolute wreck, crying, panicking, and feeling so nervous that my mom literally had to buy me this thing. It's called Rescue Remedies. And it's like these herb droplets that you can take that like calms your anxiety down. But like, That's how bad it was. And what I realize now is that a lot of this anxiety came from the pressure I placed on myself to be perfect. See, I felt like I had to get good grades. I had to get the lead in the school play. I had to get my driver's license the first time around because I wanted to be perfect. And the reason I felt so anxious is because I was chasing something that was literally impossible. But I grew up with a mind over matter mindset. And although this has served me in so many ways, when it came to my mental health, it was definitely detrimental. I thought anxiety meant weakness, so I wouldn't even admit to myself that that's what I was suffering with. And this pattern continued throughout my schooling and soon bled into my work. And if I didn't know how to do something or I got it wrong, I was blinded by panic, feelings of failure and anxiety. And I remember the first time I had to select my classes for uni. If you've been to uni, I'm sure you can relate, but that shit is stressful because the classes get booked out really, really quickly. And I became so overwhelmed with because I couldn't get the classes I wanted and I was so anxious like I couldn't even go onto blackboard I literally avoided blackboard because it made me uncomfortable and it triggered my anxiety and if you don't know what blackboard is it's kind of like the internal um, platform for universities where you where they put your assignments and whatnot and because I was so anxious I literally couldn't go on there I just didn't want to look at it like I would just try and avoid it it was crazy and you know flash forward to when I was living out of home and I had a house inspection with the owner of our rental And I was so freaking nervous. And I had cleaned the house top to bottom obsessively. It was a really old house and my partner and I were only young at the time. So we put a lot of effort into making the house really presentable when we had inspections and knowing that the owner would be coming. And the real estate had actually called us and pre-warned us that she was like literally psychotic. So we really went all out with cleaning and the lawn and, you know, like going super crazy, making sure every inch of this house was clean. Of course, come the day of the inspection, I was a complete wreck, obsessive vacuum vacuuming over the same spot over and over and over again wiping over the window tracks for the fourth time and scrubbing the grout around the bathroom sink with an old toothbrush I was already anticipating for the inspection to go terribly and I had already convinced myself of it before the owner had even arrived playing out every single scenario in my head of my boyfriend and I getting evicted because our oven had grime in it I knew subconsciously that my anxiety was escalating, but I couldn't even admit it to myself. It got to a point where I would get home from work and obsessively replay conversations I'd had that day in my mind and pick apart every single thing that I'd said, cringing and convincing myself of how embarrassing I was. I'd also convince myself that I'd forgotten to turn on the security alarm and that burglars were going to break into my old workplace, steal all of the stock, and that I would be solely to blame. Like I always would do that because I was one of the closers, so I had to to set the alarm and lock all of the doors and I like every single night I'd be on the bus and I'd be like oh my god I forgot oh my god someone's gonna break in it's gonna be my fault they're gonna get in I didn't set the alarm even though I had every time I would just convince myself that I hadn't honestly upon reflecting on it 
I feel incredibly sad for that version of me. I woke up anxious. I went to work anxious. I came home anxious and I went to sleep anxious. I had no hobbies outside of work, no ambitions beyond being promoted to store manager, spent majority of my day gossiping and bitching about my work and coworkers because I had literally nothing better to do and thought so poorly of myself that I projected that onto those around me by bitching and gossiping and complaining constantly. Then the weight loss started. At first, I thought it was amazing. Everyone around me was complimenting me like crazy and I started to feel so freaking good. Everyone kept asking me what my secret was because the weight was dropping so quickly and I made up some bullshit about changing my diet and eating healthier, but it was literally a load of crap. My nervous system was working in overdrive due to my anxiety and my body was starting to really bear the physical symptoms of this untreated anxiety. The thing was though, once I did start losing weight, I became addicted to the praise, addicted to the compliments, addicted to shopping people, shocking people with my weight loss who hadn't seen me since before. And that's when I did actually start to restrict food. If I was losing weight quickly before, it suddenly escalated and I shrunk from a size 12 to a size six in about three months. My family were really, really scared because they knew that that wasn't normal for me. But for people who didn't know me, like my coworkers or like they didn't know me as as well um, they were throwing down the praise and I was lapping it up I literally was like yeah like oh my god this is amazing they were complimenting how skinny I was I was loving it and I became obsessed with being skinny and I try on my before clothes over and over and over again just to feel good about how loose they were and also just to convince myself that I wasn't gaining the weight back it was so toxic By this time, it's April 2020, and my anxiety was at an all-time high. Something that triggered my anxiety was the unknown and unpredictability of certain situations, so you can imagine what COVID did to my nervous system. My store was closing due to the pandemic, but we were completely left in the dark as employees. We didn't didn't get told if we'd be keeping our jobs. We didn't know how long the store would close for. We didn't know if we were going to get paid. We didn't know how deadly this strange new virus was, and I was a mess. I was panicking, crying, sick to my stomach with worry. And I could hardly function at work because I was that sick with anxiety. Like I was literally useless for two weeks. I don't even know why they didn't send me home, but of course they didn't because that's the kind of workplace that was anyway. Um, so of course I assumed it was something else, you know, a hormone imbalance. It was at this point that I had to admit a truth to myself, something that I had been downplaying and denying for a few months. My hair was falling out. Now, if you know me, you know that I take pride in having really long curly hair and it's one of the features about myself that I've actually always liked, um, which was rare at the time. So the thought of losing it was absolutely horrifying to me. My brain was inundated with images of me balding and having to buy wigs because I had no idea how bad it would get before I could stop the hair loss. Of course, I assumed it was something else. A hormone imbalance, being on the birth control pill, possibly a thyroid issue. So I went to the doctors expecting them to do a blood test and give me something to balance out my hormones. Safe to say I was shocked when I went to the doctors and instead of asking me questions about my health, hormones and birth control, they were asking me if I'd ever had suicidal thoughts, if I'd starved myself or if I'd ever been to a psychologist. I was shocked. Surely not. Surely all of these things going on with my body couldn't be because I got a little nervous sometimes. Also, I didn't get anxious. I'm not that type of person. I'm confident. I'm outgoing. Also, I thought, 
The version of me I had in my mind was so far removed from the person I was showing up as at that time. I really had to reflect. In high school, I was such a go-getter. I couldn't wait to leave school and start my life and achieve all of my craziest and wildest dreams. I was confident and I loved being the center of stage. That's who I thought I still was, but it was an illusion. My anxiety had reached a point where I was a shell of who I used to be and I hadn't even realized. So I followed the doctor's instructions and went on a mental health plan and started going to a psychologist I made some serious changes in my life having my hair fall out was a serious wake-up call I could not continue on this way I just couldn't things had to change I was so unhappy with my life and instead of playing victim and waiting for someone to hand me an out I finally realized that I was in control of my life and my mind and and I had the power to make the changes to have a better quality of life I started seeing my psychologist and I absolutely in love I absolutely loved it I really really embraced the process and I'd always thought because I'd had a really great upbringing with really supportive parents that was that it was impossible for me to suffer from mental health issues but that's just so not true you can get mental health issues from so many different things anyone can suffer from mental health and even with the diagnosis I still didn't want to believe it but it was true and it was the wake-up call that I needed in that moment I made the decision that I would get better that I would make any change necessary to get back to myself to be happier and of course to ensure that my hair would stop falling out I started to look for jobs in a completely different field. I wanted to work in marketing because that's what I'd studied at uni, but somewhere along the way, I had lost the confidence to actually go for it. Not anymore though. I was adamant that I would get a job in my dream career. I started going to my psychologist once a fortnight to talk through my anxiety and actually get to the root cause. I can't even tell you how much this changed the game for me. I also opened up to the support network of people around me. I discussed my mental health really openly with my mom who helped me through a lot my best friend who must have taken about 50 teary phone calls with me while my hair was falling out and of course my incredibly supportive boyfriend and one of my high school best friends who would go on walks with me every afternoon which was so good for my health getting out getting some exercise I'm so grateful to the community I had around me and how supportive they were throughout my journey I started to surround myself with more positivity I followed more positive pages on Instagram that would keep me inspired I started listening to podcasts that helped me shift my mindset Through the podcast I was listening to, I discovered the law of attraction, self-development, manifestation, and the power of changing your mindset. I started projects and hobbies outside of work that brought me joy and gave me something to do outside of work. One of these projects is actually my current Instagram page, Jordan K Creative, which has grown into something beyond my wildest, wildest dreams. These projects reignited my passion and my creativity. I found myself again. I found my passion, my creativity, my ambition. These traits that I thought I had outgrown but really I had just suppressed them due to my mental health. Something I want to preface though is that it took time. It wasn't an overnight quick fix. Yes, this I took the steps to get better, but I made the decision I no longer wanted to live my life the way I was. I was proactive in seeing a psychologist, but it also took time. You could think of it as 1% better every day until 100 days went by and Before I even noticed it, I had changed. It was so gradual that I didn't even realize until I reflected on it and acknowledged how far I come. You can do all of the things and it still may take time to make you to feel like yourself again. And that's so okay. 
being on a mental health journey isn't an overnight fix. It really is a journey and and everyone's journey is going to look different. No one's journey is going to look the same. And that's why I'm not telling you this so you can replicate my journey and that if you take the steps I took, it's going to make you better because everyone's different and what worked for me might not work for you. But there is a real power in community and authenticity and transparency. And by me telling my story, I, I don't know, it might maybe you might think maybe I've been through something similar and maybe I should reach out and get help. And even if just one person listening to this comes to that conclusion or even feels comforted or even feels a little bit less alone, then that makes me incredibly happy and makes all of this vulnerability so worth it, even though I'm like shitting myself right now, but you know, whatevs. (laughs) Okay, so I'm just gonna summarize quickly the steps that I took to go from where I was over a year ago to where I currently am now. And I can honestly say with my whole heart that my mental health right now is the best it's ever been you know i i'm so much more self-aware i'm so much more healthier i have strategies in place i just have a much more positive outlook on life and i'm not sharing that to be like oh i'm better now (laughs) i'm sharing that to let you know that you can also get better or you can also shift your mindset or get help and overcome anxiety and don't get me wrong like i'm not sitting here saying i still don't get anxiety because i do i still get anxiety and that's okay but every time i get anxiety it's a little bit less bad if that makes sense or it's a little bit less scary or a little bit less debilitating because i have strategies and techniques and i've also just done so much work on myself that i know that that feeling is not forever and yeah you you can you can get better, I promise you. So to summarize, here were the things that I did that really helped me um, overcome my anxiety. First of all, I accepted it. I really accepted where I was at and I just kind of allowed myself to be really sad about that, but I just accepted it. I was like, okay, this is happening to me. Like I need to admit that this is true. And and that's, that's one thing because sometimes people can't even admit that they are struggling with mental health issues. So the first thing is to accept yourself and also forgive yourself for it. Don't, don't go harsh on yourself. Don't, don't play the blame game with yourself because you're not going to get better by doing that. Don't, don't go around being like, oh, if I wasn't so weak, I wouldn't be depressed or I wouldn't have anxiety. Don't, there's no point in doing that. Okay. Be gentle with yourself. Forgive yourself. Okay. Just treat yourself with some grace. The second thing I did was I made the decision to give myself a better quality of life. I literally made the decision that I was going to get better. I didn't just go, oh, well, I'm going to psychology. Hopefully like she can do something that'll make me better. I decided this was not going to be how I was going to be forever. I made the decision. I am going to get better. And I think being so solid in my conviction that I was going to get better really helped me embrace a lot of the um, the things that helped me. Like it really, really helped me go into therapy with a really open mind, even though therapy was something I'd never done before and I was terrified. Um, making the decision that I was going to get better no matter what, it, hope, it helped me be open to that. Um, so of course, the third thing that I did was I went to therapy, psychology. I have a psychologist. She's literally wonderful and she, I'm so grateful. She was so amazing and I cannot recommend this enough that seeing a professional really just puts things into perspective from you and being able to talk to someone outside of your family that doesn't have any bias or just anyone that doesn't know you but is a professional it's just it's so helpful I can't even express guys like please if you um, feel as though you might need to see a psychologist but you've been putting it off this is your sign to go and book that appointment And if you live in Australia, you can also go to the doctors or I'm not sure about the other states, but in Queensland, you can go to your doctors and they can put you on a mental health plan, which means you get a certain amount of sessions for free or half price. I got, I think, 10 sessions for half price or something like that. Um, So you can also do that as well. 
Uh, so the next thing I did was I opened up to my support network and my community and really lent on them when I needed it. You know, I was ringing my friends. I was going out for walks with my friends. I was talking to my boyfriend. I was talking to my family and I was just really open and honest about where I was at. I wasn't trying to hide it. I wasn't trying to keep it all locked inside. I was so open and honest about what I was going through. Um, I really started to surround myself with more positivity. Like I unfollowed things on Instagram and social media that were really negative and that really weren't helping me and started to follow more positive people and more positive influences that were really creating a life that I really wanted for myself. Um, and I really started to listen to podcasts and consume material like books, articles, all of that kind of thing that was just more positive rather than like negative and bad news and like really toxic gossip and all of that kind of thing. And I really tried to surround myself with more positivity and it sounds cliched, but it literally worked. And then another thing I did was I started projects and hobbies outside of work so that my identity wasn't wrapped up in my work. I had an identity outside of work and I had something to do outside of work. And something I did later on down the line was I started going for walks, which then was the start of my health and fitness journey. I'm not going to go into my health and fitness journey because that could probably be another whole episode on its own. But that really going for walks, honestly, it's the most simple thing. And so many people have been saying this since lockdown, but I guess that's like one of the good things that came out of lockdown is we all discovered how amazing walking is. Um, But yeah, walking really helped me as well. So yeah, that's where I'm going to um, wrap up this section. I really hope that helped. Again, I'm so I was so nervous to share this story, but I really felt like it was time, and I really help. I really hope that if you feel as though you are in a similar position as to what I'm in, that this has helped you in any way. And I would also appreciate it if um, what is shared on this podcast remains, um, you know, just something within this network of people that listens to this podcast obviously I don't want people going out there and putting like my mental health issues on blast um but I still wanted to share it with you guys so um yeah I hope I hope that was helpful and so I guess moving on to the guilty pleasure of the podcast so I'm thinking of changing this section so I say it's the guilty pleasure but it's kind of like guilty pleasure slash my recommendation of the week so I'm gonna say guilty recommendation maybe that's what we're gonna call this section of the podcast now if you're new to the best success podcast and this is your first first time listening to my voice through this microphone then at the end of each episode we talk about a guilty pleasure or recommendation because yes we are hot we are smart we are ambitious queens we're getting our lives together we're changing our mindsets but we still enjoy guilty pleasures so uh guilty pleasure of the week this week is actually the show um love island australia i'll be surprised i've probably had love island uk as my guilty pleasure of the week about five times on this podcast but now I'm watching Love Island Australia and some people have been hating on Love Island Australia being like oh it's not as good as the UK version like oh Australians can't do reality TV that is blasphemy I am so tired of that I am so tired of Australians can't do reality TV why do we even try um First of all, you guys have not even watched the season. It is such a good season. There is so much drama. There are so many like there's so much going on in this season. There's so many couples. There's so many, like there's already been so much going on and I'm like not even that far through. And so many people are saying, oh, I watched the first two episodes and then I didn't watch anything else. Watch at least one week's worth of episodes because it's such a juicy season. And I actually think that they've done a really, really good job with this season. So if you are in into reality television to kind of like relax a bit or like that's how you wind down, highly recommend checking out Love Island Australia. Don't listen to the haters. It's actually really, really, good anyway that is where i'm going to wrap up this episode i really hope you um enjoyed it or at least got some kind of value out of this episode 
So it was obviously a little bit of a um, deeper episode. And again, just another preface, I am not a psychologist. I am not a mental health professional. I was just sharing my experiences and what helped me. Um, So yeah, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist or anything like that. Um, Yeah, so I I still hope that you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to join the waitlist of the Mess to Success series um, if you want to be a part of my course and you can access that through my Instagram bio at Jordan K Creative or it will be in the show notes linked below. Anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll be back in your ears next week. Bye. Thank you so much for finishing another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. You are literally amazing. If you're craving community, check out the Mess to Success podcast community on Facebook, a place for like-minded, ambitious baddies to get real. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow, subscribe, tell a friend, or tag me on your story. If you rate this podcast five stars, take a screenshot and email it to jordan at jordankcreative.com for a little bonus surprise to be sent to you. You are absolutely incredible for listening and I'll be back in your ears next Friday.